Hey guys, this is Two Day Hangover with Hannah Elson, a podcast that streams every Monday with topics ranging from navigating post-grad, how to live a damp lifestyle, and general advice from a mid-20s gal that's still learning. This podcast is a space to be honest with ourselves, have fun while doing it, and try our best to avoid the two-day hangover. Grab a mocktail and enjoy! Welcome to episode 10 of Two Day Hangover, the podcast, which will be the final episode of the quote-unquote season, so my first season, and oh my goodness, I've so appreciated everyone who's listened so far, so I have a really exciting episode in store. It is also my very first episode that I am filming my face and posting on YouTube, so which is a very interesting that I chose this episode to be the very first time I do that because I still have a nose bandage on and I'm gonna take it off. Okay, let's see if you can hear me scream in agony. Ow, can you feel that? I'm taking it off just to film, just for you guys, but for future, for all, I'm so, okay, let me just give you a bit of an idea about what next season is going to be like before we get into the final episode's content, which I'm extra excited about. Next season, we're going to be bringing in more interviews and other people. Might be people that you know and have heard of, Vintant. Might be people that you've never heard of, but you should have heard of. And it might just be people that are influential in my life, like I did this season like with my mom or one of my best friends, because I really do think that any different perspective of advice and having that banter is so important when you are giving advice and since so much of that this podcast is talking and venting and thinking through advice it's so great to have different perspectives so expect to see more of that in the next episode but or the next season but also just expect new different mindsets to talk about and what better time than to like actually take a step back and not record but like build a lot of ideas while I'm traveling because I always think the most when I'm traveling like journaling on planes and stuff but anyway so this episode the perfect way to end and I'm really excited about it is first we're going to talk about just like the holidays and how to remain really stress-free and also like have balance in your holiday season with the damn lifestyle and also just like balance in general and then I asked all of my best friends, well, essentially it was all my close friends that I had texted recently, but I tried to hit like a lot of them. The ones I haven't talked to yet or the ones I haven't responded yet because I'm kind of like fighting daylight here to record this video, but I'm going to be posting every single day what they said. What I asked them is one piece of advice that they're like, or one thing that they're thinking about that like could sum up their last year. And then one piece of advice or like that they learned one piece of advice that they're going to like bring into next year or like from what they've learned is going to be like a focus of next year. And um, I'll get into it a little bit. But before I talk more about that, just get excited for that pretty much and get excited for the series I'm making around it. And it's going to be like on TikTok and Instagram. I'm going to make canvas about it. I'm going to do everything I said I was going to do, but I'm actually going to do it because that's the mindset we're having going into the new year because it is a little pregame. December is a pregame to get our goals ready for January. We didn't have to start on January 1st. Remember that. So my computer is right here. And since a lot of this is going to be reading, so to speak, because it's quotes that like my friend said and I wanted to be true to what they said so I wrote it word for word verbatim I just took off some names and stuff like that um but so if you see me looking over this way a lot just keep that in mind (laughs) but first back to how to take the stress out of the holidays 
I think a lot of this comes from creating new traditions, both for yourself internally with the holidays and with your loved ones. So your family, friends, significant other. What I mean by that for creating like traditions with yourself, that's where it comes into the mindset shifts. So in the day, back in the day, like two years ago, so I started working on this last year. So let's think very recently two years ago I would get into the holiday season and I would just let it consume me I would be stressed about everything I had to do I'd be stressed about all the travel I had coming up I'd be stressed about like lots of work and then suddenly it's like no work and fun and party 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 and I never like gave myself a second to kind of enjoy it and so one of the new traditions aka mindset shifts I have going into the holidays that's really helped me both with the damp lifestyle and balance and also my mental health is remaining active and like remaining with my goals even through the holiday season and like taking time to create some type of routine even during the no routine holiday days even in like the very 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 smallest way and you do this while still being able to have senses of the fun so for instance I well, I can't really work out right now for my nose, but like last year I was feeling really gross because I'd been drinking really heavily and I decided I was going to be making some changes when it came to my relationship with alcohol. I decided I was going to take out hard alcohol for the holiday season because I knew a lot of what I would be doing is having those like very fun, but like not good for me at the time just then winter cocktails and like all of that and it wasn't good for me. So I still allowed myself to like have fun treats and everything like that, but I focused more on having like that version of fun than drinking. So for instance, like I kind of forced my family to do a little cookie making contest, but like it was because I wanted to like add more activities and like myself, but also I went on really long walks. I was kind of running again when I hadn't ran in so long. And just like making sure that you do the active work to add some of those routines and like look at the Christmas or holiday or Hanukkah season differently or whatever you celebrate differently. Any sense of routine helps. So even if you're traveling all the time, like waking up 20 minutes earlier and like bringing a journal on your trip, that could add routine to your day. Starting with water before your coffee while you're traveling, that could help. Like these smallest things, I mean like just extra, extra working on in the holiday season can really help. Another thing is what I just said, remembering that analyzing your goals and starting to like think about your resolutions in December is so, so, so important and can start your like year off so successfully if you think of December as like your mental health pregame. So that's what we're going to get into very shortly. Stay tuned, get excited. Also boundaries, setting boundaries with your family and friends and loved ones and like your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever it may be. And you can listen to the last episode to talk through boundaries. And then also, so back to like to tra- tradition making and making different traditions. If you have traditions with your family that's typically like stressing you out, that's maybe sitting and standing around and drinking over the table and you meet up and you just feel like it's awkward and forced or you have holiday parties with your friends that you just get blacked out at, but you don't really have like time to actually catch up with them. And like emotionally, you might might want to miss them like your high school friends or something like that I wrote down a couple like ideas to make new traditions for instance gifting experiences over gifts my family this year took the pressure off of gifting like material items and we're just doing stockings 
and then like for each other essentially but like really little things like I did an Amazon storefront stocking stuffer and like that stuff I asked for we're focusing more on travel so it's more about like thinking about experiences and memories together and taking that off of the table of stress during the holiday season another one playing games around getting to know each other or like re-getting to know each other this is really good with friends for all the lists I said so you never gonna others family the other year I think it was a couple years ago but we played this game that was like I just randomly made it up I don't know maybe I thought of it from something I'd heard I'm not sure everyone wrote like five facts or like mindsets about themselves and we put it in a basket everyone then would like you would go in a circle actually I think and pick out like a quote out of a basket or a fact most of them were facts honestly it could be deep it could be just something that like kind of tries to trick people it could be anything and then the person who pulled it would try to guess like who wrote it or you can also play like you all try to guess at the same time who wrote it and a lot of them were honestly really surprising I was learning about my own parents for instance and it was really really fun and just like a game that like was so much talking that we just ended up drinking less so it could be like a fun um thing like that or you can turn it into a drinking game to each their own whatever you want But something like that can be really fun. Cooking dinner all together versus one person taking all that stress. So if you feel like you're the person that's like always in the kitchen and can't enjoy the holidays and like as much as you love cooking, for instance, like you might just be really stressed about it and not realize that you are having like an experience together if you're a smaller family and everyone's in the kitchen and it's just like a fun day like that. Or you can do a potluck style if you're a bigger family. So it's less pressure. I know like A lot of times the matriarchs of the family can feel that pressure stereotypically. Also, one of my friends has a themed cocktail competition for Thanksgiving and it looks so much fun. So you could do like a mocktail or cocktail competition or if you're like following the damp lifestyle and kind of trying to show your family like, oh, look, this is the value of starting with a mocktail and like make a really, really bougie, fun holiday mocktail as you're part of the competition. That could be really fun. So you get my point. Just anything that's not just like sitting around and dreading people's company because you're so stressed for whatever reason like be that person that has these new ideas and wants to create new traditions and routines for yourself and others and like be that go-getter kind of thing I think that's a really like big game changer for the ability to work on yourself while also benefiting others And I think that's something about the holiday season that we might not think about as much. That transitions into why I thought about kind of like talking about this or like what I asked my friends about this being the final episode because as you're working on yourself and for instance last year I knew that my resolution for the year was going to be to work on my relationship with alcohol. I didn't really call it a resolution at the time but I knew that my mental health was suffering and I needed to work on it. We talk about that literally every podcast episode. So I think you get the point by now. That is like kind of where I was coming from. The biggest reason I believe why I've been able to fulfill the damp lifestyle, work on balance, whether I have a bad weekend or not, I'm still on the trend of working on myself, working on my mental health and working on my relationship with alcohol. It's because I really analyzed the why why it was so important to me to make this a goal and follow through on the goal and the resolution and I really really analyzed like what the common denominators were in my life that were holding me back and why it was the way I consumed alcohol and then it allowed me to like think deeper into like all the things that stressed me out when I was drinking or like maybe things I wasn't confident about and how I could work on my confidence and how like if I worked on my relationship with alcohol I'd become a better more confident person and more successful in like so many different layers of my life and that was really important to me so I did it and here I am now 
talking to you guys <laughs> and whether I have like a fun, crazy night or not, I still feel like I'm on that positive track and I still feel like I have this newfound sense of confidence myself and I still feel like I can go to a bar completely sober and not be insecure about my personality and like that's the win I wanted from my year. So like how freaking amazing is that? <laughs> so I really wanted to think and like ask my closest friends along that same mindset of like what is truly something like maybe deeper, even lighthearted, more funny to them that they've like learned this year and then like what's taking from that that they're gonna like implement next year or like what are they focusing on next year and it's really interesting how much their answers from what they've learned this year are then like rotating and going into the next year for like their goal or their mindset that they want moving forward and it shows how much everything we work for is not linear and like has this kind of like potential to expand off of our previous thoughts and our previous goals. So that's why I want to talk about it and share them all and continue to share them all every day, kind of like until the new year. And I think it's like around 20 days when this episode's posted. That's probably wrong, but I'm going to be doing that both on the two day hangover podcast, Instagram, and also on TikTok, probably both my personal TikTok. Um, I'll do kind of like the every day on my personal TikTok because I usually post like three times a day. <laughs> and then I will do like kind of quote format on the Instagram. So follow me on both as always, please. I, I don't ask much. No, I ask a lot. <laughs> but oh, also like the reason I ask my closest friends, I also want to ask my family, but like maybe that's something that I can prioritize more on like one singular TikTok, like all my family mindsets together. But I think it's really interesting to ask your friends because they come from different families. They come from different backgrounds. A lot of my friends come from different states. And they say that, like, you are embodied of, like, your five closest friends. But, like, asking, like, a lot of people that I've been closer with at different periods of life, that I've met at different periods of life, I thought would be really interesting to, like, see what also for me I related to or, like, could learn from them and, like, what we could talk about and, like, be able to build off of that. And, yeah, it's that why resolution setting. And maybe you can also do this, like, if you have a wine night or a mocktail night with your friends, this is something you can talk about and like ask the two questions. It's really simple, but like it's harder to answer for some people. You also could do it rapid fire where like what's the first thing that comes to mind and make it fun like that. I'm going to start reading them and I might be blown away by them. <laughs> so I might not have many thoughts. They might just take all the words away. <laughs> or I might like say a couple thoughts of it. Who knows? The point is they shared amazing ones. So let's get started. My friend Claudia was the first one that answered. And she said, this year I learned the value and importance of independence with that just choosing to protect my own peace and happiness and to be selfish when necessary. So for next year, I want to focus on taking that knowledge and value that independence and turning it into having more confidence as I move through the world. I think that's so interesting. And I think that like, when you reflect back in your life, the points that you've been the least confident, those are the moments that you've been dependent on someone else. And I know that might be a little harsh for some people in relationships, but like if you are, this is kind of a hot take, but I believe if you are in like a healthy, balanced, like supportive relationship, you also have independence to the extent where it might be like you physically are with them every day. You might live with them. You might like love them so much that you're with them, but like you still have like a brand of you and you saw your own personal brand and your values don't just like completely mesh with theirs you know and I think that like when you do also have like your own happiness and independence like so protected to her point it just like allows 
that confidence to grow and they're so so intertwined I think that's so important and so interesting and like you can use that mindset to create a really really specific action plan resolution too if you feel like you're lacking that we could get into that I guess a little bit more too like what would be that resolution like okay if you're feeling like you're not independent you're dependent on someone or something like what's holding you back if you're feeling like you're not confident what are three things that make you not confident? And then think of action plans on how to fix them and that's a resolution you can set based on that. Okay, my friend Lexi said a couple and they are really interesting. And sorry if there's some background noise, by the way, I had to record in my house, so I don't have a microphone. I'm still here at home. She said, one thing I've learned this year, well, she actually listed a couple and I like them all, so I'm gonna read them all. Sometimes I'm going to have bad days, bad months, bad years. When it rains, it pours. I will get through it. Distract yourself with what makes you happy. Hug your loved ones. The lesson will repeat itself until you learn it. Mic drop. And so one thing that she wants to focus on is sleep. How she doesn't put enough importance on it and she would love to be able to sleep by 10, awake by 6, and hoping that would lead to better mental health. I think that's really interesting how she says that because in the beginning she was like, some days it rains it pours like she'll get through it like she obviously has this positive mindset already like brewing within her but like something really really small change can well it's not really a small change honestly like getting more sleep can be hard like analyzing like when to go to bed can be hard especially if you like have a hard time getting to sleep um but like she already has this hopeful energy and like maybe something like just physically having more physical energy will allow her mental health to get better so interesting how they're all intertwined anyway She also says learning to love herself um, and then also rejection is God's protection. Love that. She also continues to say that she's looked at like some piece of advice and I like them all. So again, I'm raising them all. You cannot F something up that wasn't meant for you. What is meant for you will never pass you by. If not this, then something and someone better. So get ready for it. Okay. And she literally just said her resolution was to remember that rejection is God's protection. So she knows it already. See like how interesting this game and practices. She also says the longer you entertain what's not for you, the longer you postpone what's meant for you. It ended exactly when it was supposed to. You deserve a mutual type of love. That's so true. I always talk about that with my breakup too. And like why I did not even consider thinking of like waiting for him and like why I've not worried too much about why we haven't talked is because like yes it was god-awful timing and yes he disrespected my friendship and like really 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 hurt me but like I can't focus on that because I'm gonna have a mutual type of love and I'm gonna get what I deserve soon and it might be years from now but like the more I focus on the past the less that's gonna come so why not get ready for it (laughs) she also says you are worthy of everything you want in this lifetime sometimes things need to break down in order to be built up again you deserve a healthy type of love trust the process it's all happening for you so I hope she reads that 10 times through because those are amazing, 10 million times through. And I think a lot of that is trusting the process of your year and there's things you can do to make yourself feel better in like small ways each day. But knowing like the bigger purpose can get you through so, so, so much. My friend Peyton said she feels like the biggest thing she's learned and she said this is okay to say like it's niche because she is in grad school. So for anyone in college, grad school, all of that, listen up. It's how to navigate new situations like school or a job as an adult and being able to say no, putting myself and my mental health and happiness first. 
She says at the beginning of school, she was always torn between trying to always say yes to doing things, trying to make a bunch of friends with classmates versus being able to say no and only do things that make her happy. Because she had only ever been in school scenarios where a large goal of the experience was to make friends like undergrad, that was a big thing that she had to work on. And with that, it also came from learning to love herself, especially living alone. Now she truly craves alone time. I feel that honestly, the more you say no and prioritize like what you actually want to do and have time to give the energy to do, you love the time also that you're with yourself. When you overextend yourself, you just feel stressed when you come home. One thing I want to focus on this year from Peyton, my days are literally scheduled to the minute and jam-packed with stress and studying but my goal is equally to value and make time for calling a grandparent or my friends and family because I often make excuses for being busy and not having time, but at the end of the day, I want to be better about filling my time with things that also fill my heart. That is so huge. You would like be literally, literally shocked by how much, like it sounds kind of like, it's not selfish, it's like how much calling other people can help your day. <laughs> so it's like, it's literally a win-win because you're making their day, your loved one's day, you're making their day by calling them but they're also making yours my friend sarah said one thing that she's learned is that the world is not out to get you positive thinking will get you further than negative that is so true you're also like attracting the energy for the world to reward you so it's never out to get you it's back to lexi's advice like sometimes when it rains it pours and like being positive is huge okay apparently we're gonna have to work with the bath lighting for the rest of this <laughs> One thing that she wants to focus on is confidence and not having imposter syndrome at work as many men are in her company. It's primarily men and she's kind of like the main woman. She's also like such a hard worker. So I know this about her too. My friend Julia said, one thing that she's learned this year is that people's reaction are a reflection of them and not her. Oh my goodness, you guys, that is so, 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 so important because that goes back to like being able to have these conversations with people and like set boundaries with friends and if if they do something that hurts your feelings like talking to them about it and if your friend or someone you thought was your friend like reacts with this just like shocking way kind of so to speak like that's a reflection of them that is not you like you were kind and confident and said something that like was concerned or like maybe they feel like you did something that's like crazy <laughs> like it's a reflection of them trust trust that one thing that she wants to focus on next year is being selfish and prioritizing herself she can be a good friend or person or whatever but if she's not good to herself first dot 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 and i feel like i'm noticing such a trend with like a lot of my close friends even from different places like whether they're college friends austin friends high school friends you name it a lot of them have this theme of wanting to prioritize working on themselves and feeling like they don't have really a layer of them their life to be selfish in and I think it's because a lot of us are outgoing friend oriented and sometimes that characteristic the problem is has the kind of like underlying issue that we don't prioritize ourselves so that's another easy one to then continue playing this game and set up like okay my resolution is I'm gonna take myself on like 12 solo dates next year or like I'm going to like journal when I say no to something and like analyze how I feel or like just like set an action plan forth based on that there's tons of resolutions you can set with that mindset in mind that actually follows a why because you reflected on it and it means a lot to you it makes you feel better my friend Connor said 
One thing that he learned this year is focusing on himself first allows him to treat others better. Exactly an extension of the last point. Also, if you prioritize yourself and give yourself back that energy and love, you're able to give others that energy and love. Then he said for next year, he needs to start saying no to things. Wow. Julian Connor, <laughs> you can collaborate on yours. My friend Danny said, one thing that she's learned this year, doing things that scare you lead to huge personal and professional growth. Wow. Yep, that's true. For example, when she was moving in with her boyfriend, it was something that she was really scared of and honestly terrified that things could go wrong. Also, she was scared to go after a promotion because she knew how competitive it was and didn't want to fail or let herself down. Both of those things that scared her have truly made her 2022 a monumental year in her life, and it wouldn't have taken effect if she hadn't taken these leaps of faith and allowed herself to be vulnerable. And she feels like if she hadn't done that, she wouldn't have been able to like have these amazing milestones. I completely resonate with that. I think back to originally posting on TikTok and thinking like, well, what if I don't grow fast? Like, what if I just push this out there and everyone hates me? Or like, what if people judge me? Or what if this is, I actually, I never really cared if people judged me. It was more like, it was more actually a deep rooted concern, which was what if my personality is not enough? What if I don't have enough to say? Or what if I feel like I have something to say and people don't want to listen? And I really learned that like letting go of that and just throwing out content and like really having the why behind everything I post that even if things aren't go viral or I have months that are slower, I'm not where I want to be or I don't feel like I've reached the audience that I want to reach. I still like know that I've put myself out there and like I wouldn't be able to even be like talking to people I've never met right now on here even on a smaller platform if I haven't just put myself out there and maybe things are going to pay off really soon you know so I really resonate with that Danny that's awesome and then she says for 2023 she wants to continue that mindset so again the same theme of like using what you've learned to implement changes because she can't let anxiety and fear of the unknown stop her from taking opportunities so yeah you take one opportunity it leads you to others for sure the next one was my friend Kate said what she's learned this year is that it's okay to be alone living alone has showed her this and has really helped her self-reflect and honestly has forced her to enjoy her own company she says it gives you the opportunity to work on yourself and realize what things you like about yourself and what things you might want to work on and change and then she shifts it also into the relationship world she's single by the way she thinks that it's super important for me to do now because I'm not in a relationship because this will help me be more independent and confident with who I am and what I want in a future lover. This is also huge with being in school because I can actually be productive and study with few human distractions at home. This is another one of my queen friends in school. Oh my gosh, I can't look up to my friends that are in school enough right now. Um, she's in PA school, so is my friend Peyton that I just said, and also my friend Angela's, which is like, and my friend Kate as well, my other friend Kate. Oh my gosh, I just look up to them. Really resonate with that. Living alone allows you to realize, for lack of a better way to explain other than the way Kate said, is like realize what you don't like about yourself and actually face them. And like a lot of times it can be small, but sometimes it's like inner child work or like inner demon work. Is that a phrase? Um, I don't know. That sounds scary, but like you get my point. Um, so I think that's awesome that Kate's been able to like realize that and actually like really enjoy living alone once you get through that work because it is a transition. Like 
it's not all sunshine and rainbows like living in that perfect apartment like you see on TikTok like a lot of the times the transition can be really hard so like as you do get there like have a good support system talk to people about it but understand that like you being in your own mind and learning that about yourself is a journey that's worth taking. What she wants to focus on is being more confident and not worrying about what other people think of her. She has family and friends who love her already, so who cares what newbies think? And she said also maybe she'll go on a date or two. Totally feel that when you move to a new city, you have to remember that. It is important that you have friends and family in other places who love you because like don't lose sight of your values of who loves you and like just hang out with new people just because you don't have as many as you used to. You know, like you can find that quality with time and effort in new places too. That was my take on what Kate said, but I love that. My friend Kylie said this year she wants to embrace quality or this year she has worked on embracing quality over quantity with friendships as well as other aspects too. And she also for next year wants to romanticize every day, especially a work day. I think that is so important too. Like it gets so much deeper because it's like the years start to blend together and my biggest fear because I get freaked out with complacency is that like I'll have years or months even where I'll look back and like I don't even know what I did in the past month or year because everything was really similar. I didn't push myself and I didn't romanticize every day. So being able to like take those small moments and make them beautiful allows for a really jam-packed year and allows you to like live a happier and more fulfilled life and then you stop or I hope to stop being so scared of that complacency because I don't need to be like going on a crazy trip to remember my year. Like I can have those small moments or those moments in the workday that fulfill me. And Kylie's a teacher, so she has a little bit more luck with fulfillment and like changing people's lives than me in corporate America. But <laughs> regardless, my friend Paige said, what she's learned this year is how important it is to be open-minded and give people multiple chances. She doesn't know what to call it in a concise way necessarily, but she realized that first impressions happen and may not be perfect while meeting new people, but everything involves and you have to keep an open mind and give yourself and other people grace. That is so important. I'm going to stop right there and say that because when you're moving to a new city, going back on the other point, literally like allow yourself to be open to new types of people more than you ever have before. I mean, we should be doing this in life in general, but like don't be looking for the carbon copy of people you are, don't already know. I quote that all the time, but like it is so important because people are so different from when you first meet them and like people are judging you right back. So it's like, honestly, like when you start doing that cycle, it just like, starts shutting yourself off from like people that are gonna lift you up and like be your people like for instance my first impression is god awful why I think I'm a nice really fun awesome people person when you get to know me (laughs) I think that's great I love that she said that and then she said something she wants to focus on is something she focused on last year's and wants to bring it around again but it's importance of getting out of her comfort zone and how much you learn from that my friend Lucy said One thing that she's tried to live by this year was to stop complaining about things that are in your control. Instead, just try to make the damn change. So she's hoping to live by that again this year because it made her life a billion times, not a million, a billion times better. For example, she did not like her job at all and complained about it to anyone who would listen. This is, she quoted that. She never really complained to me about it, but (laughs) no, I'm not saying that. It just sounded like I was just saying that. But she said, so she manned up, edited her resume, and applied to other places, and bam, got a sick new job. She loves it, and she's happier, and all of that. So, like, continuing to kind of, like, have that mindset of, like, what's in your controllable kind of, like, vortex or sphere or whatever you may want to call it is something that, like, you cannot 
complain about without changing and then something that's uncontrollable you can kind of like focus on controlling the controllables so that the uncontrollables kind of like follow because that's up to the universe or whatever you may believe in and all of that but like the more that you complain and are so stuck in the controllable but aren't changing anything the more the uncontrollable is going to affect you too like it's a huge cycle so I think that's really interesting that she's analyzed that already and like kind of taking the complaints out and being positive and all of that my friend Nicolette said, it's okay to say no. You don't have to say yes to everything if it doesn't serve you, but it's also sometimes good to say yes if it's getting out of your usual comfort zone for a change. That's a really good point. I feel like that's such a trend of all the answers about learning when to say no and when to say yes. And we talk all the time about protecting our own energy and making sure whatever we do decide is completely for us. So I think also that's just like being in your 20s. So the age we are, we're realizing that quality over quantity really does matter and being able to be with people in situations that serves us matters to us. She said, next year, focusing on doing things that makes her feel good, like eating things that don't make her feel sick, workouts that make her feel good for her body in the moment, fun trips, fun people, etc., and positive self-talk. That is so important. Okay, a few more, you guys. I absolutely love these. Conrad said, one thing I learned this year is that it's not that serious. Everything always works out in the end how it needs to. And next year, I want to focus on finding new hobbies, experiences to do. I feel like I've been really focused on getting my career and life started after college. And now that I've got a bit of foundation, I want to start doing other things I enjoy. That's so true. Once we finally have time to work on ourselves after being like, go, go, go corporate America, you kind of have this moment where you're like, oh wait, I want to see how my life pans out and I want to make sure I fill it with that value and like to the earlier point, romanticize each second of what aspects of our life, like picking up new hobbies and picking up ways and experiences that lift up us up. My friend Cassidy said, one thing I learned this year is that I'm only in control of my actions and responses, not others. And also attracting the right people by being yourself. One thing I want to focus on next year is finally getting back into therapy and learning how to express my feelings better. So important. That's one of mine too. I talk about that all the time. But like being able to express my emotions has always been a little bit hard. And I think that's so important. You'd be surprised because clearly it's not anymore. But it was. My friend Sage said next year she heard it somewhere but that she wants to embrace the season she's in versus kind of in the sense of living in the moment versus always kind of looking for the future and everything like that is how I'm taking that and something that she finally learned this year was focusing on putting her energy where she wanted to and protecting her peace huge my friend Vivi said I'm gonna quote her I'm kind of switching back and forth between like she and quoting them it's kind of how they worded it and like how many different texts they sent <laughs> so bear with me she said okay I think one thing I learned this year is that the right decision will likely always be the harder decision and won't ever be easy but it will be worth it and that people that you deserve really are out there but it's no bullshit that if you aren't 100% in your zone you will continue to attract half-assed relationships works for friendships works for romantic as well i completely agree with that then requoting i think for one thing to focus on which is on brand for you <laughs> it is i already read this with most of your content and what you already chat about is like enforcing boundaries with myself whether it be hardlining a friendship relationship even if it's uncomfortable committing to drinking less or doing something even if it feels hard advocating for a raise etc just one of those things that i can always improve at on advocating for myself even if it's super hard 
I have a problem with that too, honestly. Like it is so hard to find the words to advocate to yourself because it's easy to advocate for someone else. It's easy to always be thinking of someone else in that way, but like finding that moment and finding your voice to speak for you, a lot harder. My friend Sarah said, something that I've learned this year is to stick up for myself. And that in the past, like high school and college, sometimes when people were playing around and joking around, it would actually hurt her and she wasn't able to stand up for herself because she thought that it would make people not enjoy being around her as much and is just one to laugh it off and keep quiet. But the past year, she's really learned how important it is to defend herself and let people know when they've crossed the line and set boundaries making her a lot happier and she also quoted that she needs to talk talk quieter <laughs> that's what she learned I disagree let's keep shouting but the rest of it I think that's huge I resonate with that as well like you don't really want to rock the boat and if everyone's laughing it's better for you to laugh too versus make the moment awkward even if something's hurting your feelings but at the same time there's so much power in like not letting people walk all over you and that's something really important to learn again like respecting your own boundaries and protecting your peace like again with that theme she said for next year she wants to live by and this is probably my favorite kind of like resolution of everyone's honestly because I never thought of it this way but she said she wants to live by the fact that you are what you consume. For instance, cutting back on reality TV because, for instance, for her, she felt like it was making her a gossiper and didn't like that. But it also can be applied to other aspects like who she chooses to surround herself with, where she chooses to live, what food she eats, etc. It is true, like your environment really affects you. But beyond that, like what you watch, what you do, what you eat, what you think, like that's your environment, not just the physical place. It's everything you consume. I love that. And then my friend Chloe, she just had a really cute reminder of like how important it is to have gratitude and being present that can make any day better and self-love will bring better people around you too. Last one, my friend Julia said, a few things she's learned, your girlfriends are the heart and soul of your young 20s. Damn right, that's true. And that sitting with discomfort is important, do it scared, and a lot of other things she doesn't want to list because it would get too deep, which I completely agree with. I probably would list anyway, but I digress. She said something she wants to focus on next year is focus on being more conscious of who and who, what she gives energy to, and then also working on being more comfortable being alone and enjoying that time, finding peace in it. Again, such a trend of the answers, and it's so cool to be able to analyze. I hope you guys had fun listening in on all the different responses and kind of understanding the correlation and how much by answering these questions you can kind of expect to know where their why will lead them into making a resolution or even if they don't have a resolution just a time of reflection and it's such a fun conversation to have with your friends so seriously recommend it I'll be posting a different one each day on my Instagram until a little bit before New Year's and then also on both of my TikToks, but mostly my Hannah.Elson one. But otherwise, I will be back on this podcast in January of 2023, but I will be posting and like active on all forms of social media. Of course, can't get that tired of me yet, but I love you guys. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you liked it, if you didn't like it, Please review, rate, share with your friends, share with your people. It means so much to me and I really, really appreciate you listening. Bye.